For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. Welcome to The Open Door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Jerry Kennedy. And today, our show is titled, Little Keys Unlock the Biggest Doors. And to help us cover this subject today, we've invited our spiritual director, Reverend David Dry, to join us. Hi, David. Great to be here with you and Terry, Tom. Welcome again. This is uh, not the first time. Yeah. And not the last either. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, we, we all find that we can remember things better uh, by employing uh, memory keys, uh, sayings, affirmations, and so forth. Um, some of these come to us in the form of folk wisdom, like uh, he who hesitates is lost. Uh, a stitch in time saves nine. Uh, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Um, some of them get a bit more esoteric, like uh, if you don't like what's going on, change your mind. Or what we see in others, we strengthen in ourselves. Or the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, which is a corollary as well begun as half done. Now, there are some that are challenging and mysterious. What is the sound of one hand clapping? <laughs> um, if a tree falls in the forest, is there a sound if, we, if we're not there? Anyway, you get the idea. Behind each of these keys is a bigger truth, which is why we consider these sayings as keys. Now, each key opens the mind to a greater understanding of something that we deem important, from health to wealth to love to consciousness to spiritual attainment. And naturally, the Ascended Masters have given us a treasure trove of these little keys, which are designed to spur our consciousness to greater and deeper meanings and understanding. Some keys are statements. Other keys are questions, such as the four essential questions that we have built the show upon, which are, who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? And how do I get there? But whether a statement, question, aphorism, folk wisdom, or epigram, behind each door, behind each big door, we invite you to boldly enter. And as the Ascended Master El Mori has said, little keys unlock the biggest doors, and man must be ready to walk through them and not stand hesitatingly upon the threshold. So where do we want to start today? <clears throat> well, I think what's really important, you know, in terms of your show, your show has been talking about the spiritual path, yep. different foundations of the spiritual path. And I can remember when I first came to the path, you know, this was very exciting to me. I had, you know, some basic foundational principles of understanding, you know, through my background in Catholicism. <clears throat> but I think one of the key things that we all learn on this path is that uh, it can be challenging because the path challenges you to take a look at yourself. How do you improve? How do you get better? How do you find your way back to God? How do you change the things that, you know, are not acceptable to God? And so, 
for me early on, Little Keys was really important. You know, when you when you find, I think everybody who's listening to the show can relate to the fact that, you know, when you find yourself in a difficult place in life, and I think that's kind of the norm. <laughs> More or less, you yeah. know, uh, you can you can start out with something simple as relationships, and then go into work, and so on and so forth. But you know, there's always this point that tries to take you from your moorings. I think, mm-hmm. and. You know, when you develop your your spiritual foundation, and, and I, I think I'm so grateful, really, for for many of the of the faiths that we have in the world today, where people develop these um, fine virtues and fine qualities. As you're striving, though, toward this understanding of this inner divinity, this inner truth, this inner perfection, ultimately you go through this sorting out process, trying to find out who you are, and in the process of doing that, we come face to face with some of the things that are difficult and so the little keys are really wonderful it's like you know you know never give up no matter what um you know god god loves you you know no matter what and little things like that and so for me i i wanted a kind of like a toolbox well you know one of the one of the things that that we find is that some of these truths can feel kind of slippery like they're hard to remember and i think that we we know we've talked about the opposition before many times that there are forces that maybe don't want us to remember this because we're basically looking at ways to get home. And so we're leading a trail of breadcrumbs, if you will, that tell us where we're going, but also where we've been, so we don't lose our way. Right. You know, the other thing that's really helpful too, Tom, you know, whenever you've had victories on your spiritual path, whatever they might be, somehow God always puts you in a place where you can teach somebody else. And rather than giving them, you know, the entire story, you know, Give them the little keys. What was the thing that made the difference for you? Mm-hmm. What was the thing that you hung on to? You know, I was thinking last night when I was reading through a whole list of, of <laughs> simple keys, I, I came up with just what AA does. You know, AA is a perfect example of how, you know, they give a, a simple a simple um, line to help someone who's searching for their own inner strength to hang on to. And, you know, that's just one good example of that. So, uh, you know, I encourage people that, that have a passion for a spiritual path to come up with a you know, keys that made a difference for them when they overcame key elements in their path. Well, I agree, you know, and, and our, our parents and our grandparents have done that for us. Our teachers, you know, you and I both raised Catholic. Were you raised Catholic, Terry? I was raised uh, Episcopalian. Close. Yeah, very close. <laughs> <laughs> they just took all the, the stations of the cross and all the statues out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the point is that this wisdom that we're, we're, we're being gifted with has been passed down. It's tried and true. These are things that people have done, and they're reminding us that that they were successful in doing them. So, what you you know you bring up, uh, David, is we can find these anywhere. There's a, you know, there's a fantastic uh, passage in the Bible that I love to share with people. It's just you know one of the words of Jesus. You know, he that endureth to the end will I grant him the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you're in your twenties and your thirties, thirties, the end is a long ways away for most. <laughs> so as you're going through growing pains and you're learning about yourself and learning about you know life itself you you need some something to you know to support you as you go through those changing times and so i love that concept he that endureth to the end and what is the kingdom of heaven it's the consciousness of god it's the consciousness of heaven you know one of the ascended masters uh, lord lanto has given us one that is it's not what you know that counts it's what you do i've always found that bit of wisdom to be simple on the surface but profound because ultimately you get tested there are times when you you can comfortably say what you know but when you come to the witness point you're in the crisis you the crossroads suddenly it's a test <laughs> right and we have the saying you know that may we pass all our tests 
Well, these a lot of times give us a clue to how to pass a test. There's another thing, too, that I like to share with people is that knowledge isn't necessarily also a reflection of attainment. You know, you can have all these intellectual concepts and all these (laughs) wonderful ideas, but until you put it into practice and actually learn how to, you know, it's like I I tell people the story of becoming an EMT. You know, you go through class and you learn about Band-Aids and pressures and, you know, all the things you do, ABCs and so forth, but until you actually go do it, (laughs) you know, until you actually get out there and try it. You know, same thing with witnessing until you until you actually have the chance to share, you know, what is a personal spiritual thing with somebody else. You know, it's it's a, just a concept to you. It's not a, not a real thing. That's right. It's like learning how to go two by two, you know. I mean, it, to begin with, uh, we did that back in uh, when, when our church was uh, was in Pasadena, I believe, and we started a t- kind of a two by two program. And so it was a little bit. Uh, uh, a little bit of a challenge because here we were, we were comfortable on the path and with the teachings of the Ascended Masters. But by going out and knocking on people's doors and saying, hi, I'm a member of Church Universal and Triumphant, and I'd like to uh, talk to you a little bit about the teachings of the Ascended Masters. You didn't know what you were going to be up against, you know. And so, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of energy out there that will oppose just a, a man and a woman or two men or two women, you know, knocking on your door. And, you know, it's a, it's not an easy thing to do. No. Let's put it that way. Somebody says, you know, thanks for knocking. I've got a hungry Rottweiler back here. <laughs> you yeah. might wanna- didn't you do a didn't you do a show about the elevator speech? Did you guys do a show about the elevator speech? I no? don't think so. Well, no. not exactly. But actually, we, we've we've approached that from different angles. We talked about, you know, those, those kernels of wisdom, the, 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 the spiritual mission statement. Right. Um, between floors one and three, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh me- my God. Mezzanine, you're done. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I think you know that we yeah. maybe. Why are we mentioning this program today? You know, why are we talking about little keys open the biggest doors? It's partly to say to people, to, and we are saying to ourselves too, pay attention, that the wisdom of the ages surrounds us if we're open to it, if we are consciously attuned, and our desire is to ascend. So we're on a path that is uh, this ascending spiral, and we're going to encounter initiations. We never quite know when they're going to come. We we can maybe know a little bit more about that. That's another show. That, that's part Cosmic of the plan. Clock, yeah. yeah, don't tell but me. But the point is to be aware, to be conscious, to be awake. We often say in this show, you know, awaken to the light within. Well, part of the light within is the voice within, and is constantly giving us clues and cues, the breadcrumbs. So, as we're talking about the subject today, this is something that becomes a life practice. It isn't just collecting sayings. It's looking at the deeper meaning of the sayings to remind us, again, who we are, why we're here, where we're going, and how to get home. Yeah. You know. What's fascinating is we, we as an organization have spent a lot of time looking at servant leadership and how other organizations have worked together to really build this internal culture. Mm-hmm. And part of this is going to the simple premise, you know, love one another as I have loved you. And so many people think, oh, yeah, yeah, I do that, I do that, I do that. <laughs> no, no problem. Yeah. But what you find out is that when you commit to that as an organization, as a community, then you're actually giving your friends, your peers, to, you know, in essence, oh, yeah. a certain permission to help you, you know, get some co-measurement. There's, a, there's another lovely, you know, um, key, oh, if we could only see ourselves as other people see us, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And St. Paul talks about that, too. And so, you know, this is this is how you you use these keys and, and try to somehow be conscious, I guess. Yeah. 
how are you doing? Are you making progress on a regular basis? Are you are you doing the things you need to do? Are you sensitive to the people you're working with? Are you sensitive to your own exactly. you know, your own needs and your own care? That, you know, that's one of the things I learned when I first started performing and entertaining back in the early 60s was uh, how to listen to people. Because I would take a, you know, you perform for 45 minutes and you take a 15 or 20 minute break. And people wanted to talk to me about me. And I was sick and tired of <laughs> I got to a point where I was tired of doing that. And so I started asking people about themselves. And I found that that was the most fun of anything, mm-hmm. was was talking to other people and listening to them. And then all of a sudden, you know, you've got some common ground. Well, when we tune in, we can learn a lot. Yeah. You know, I was just going back a moment here in this conversation. David, you brought it up. Um, we did kind of an elevator pitch show, but we called it The Great Commandment. And if you have nothing else to base your your path upon, love your neighbor as yourself and love God with all your heart. I mean, the great commandment is not named that by accident. Right? <laughs> you know, right. so in terms of little keys, that's a little key, but it's a huge key. Right. It's really profound time. It really is. It's it's like a it's the cornerstone for your pyramid of little keys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Well, um, boy, this is amazing. It goes by so fast. We got to take a break right now, but we'll be back in a few more minutes. We're talking about those little keys. That open the biggest doors, and we're talking with David David Dry, who's joined us today to kind of help us expand on this topic. So please stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. The Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. 
is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thanks for staying with us. We are back. This is The Open Door. And today's topic is Little Keys Unlock the Biggest Doors. And this is a good reminder to all of us to be aware, to pay attention, to uh, wake up and see what's around us because the universe is filled with with clues and cues for our betterment if we're willing to open our minds and our hearts and our ears and, and you know, pay attention. So in this regard, you know, I think most of you know when people are exploring new places, they leave markers, they leave blazes on the trees. They, If you're a caver, you leave string with knots on it so you kind of know about how far you've gone and how far you need to get back. You know, breadcrumbs, trails, um, all kinds of different I don't know what you want to call these things. They're footprints just examples. The, footprints in the snow. Footprints in the sands of time, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, you know, we could go on all day long listing these things and never exhaust the topic. But maybe you have a favorite, David. <clears throat> one of the one thing, of many. One of the things that that uh, I remember very early on when I first put my hand to the plow, if you will, the spiritual path, was Ilmore uh, said the trek upward is worth the inconvenience. <laughs> and I used to think to myself. Really? Is there an inconvenience? I'm really enjoying my time here, and you know, I, I love my my community now. And there's a lot of people my age around here, you know. And this looks like fun, and we have fun projects we're doing, and so on and so forth. <laughs> but then I learned a little bit more about the thing called the path of initiation, you know, where you begin to find out, you know, what is your metal? How is God going to test you? How is he going to, you know, change and mold you? And, you know, the Lord loveth whom he chasteneth. And I think this is something that, you know, we all recognize. Oh, yeah. Also another good good <laughs> uh, key. So I love that concept, the trek up with the, with the inconvenience, because you have to have some way to measure your life. Yep. Where have you come from? And I think many people don't do that, which is unfortunate. And on a spiritual path, as you're experiencing things, learning things, reading new things, spending time with people of other faiths, you begin to find things that matter to you. And they do they, they do, and they can affect your life and how you are. I know I was, <clears throat> I tried to make that as a key part of my life is, you know, every three or four years to a good reality check. Yeah. And, and, you know, where am I? Am I, am I still doing the same things I was doing, you know, two or three years ago? Am I still getting in trouble over the same point? You know, what am I, what, what have I learned and what have I listened to and, and, and who's tried to help me and, and where have I gone with that? You know, one of the things that, that comes up in this conversation quite often is definition of pain, the definition of, of suffering. You know, Buddha said all life is suffering. Well, he meant based on desire and, and how desire can take us down that road. But there was one that I recall being struck by, which is kind of saying this, which is pain is the price of wisdom. And I never understood that when I first heard it, because like you, David, I think I was in 20-something, and I thought, I'm going to live forever. You know, <laughs> what? There's this, this is easy. There's no pain. You know, piece of cake. Yeah. Well, then I read, I remember from, I think it was Climb the Highest Mountain, Sweet on the Tongue, but Bitter in the Belly. Yeah, that's a good And I started to re- think about that, and I realized, oh my gosh, I can't unknow what I know. So suddenly I became more accountable. Overnight I was more accountable for what I did, what I thought, what I said. And then I realized the whole new dimension of pain is the price of wisdom because I could look at myself, uncover my psychology, and and sort of chart my path based on those tests, those initiations, those crises that on one level at least were painful. 
looking back on them, I realized that gratitude is also the price of wisdom. If you look at it from the standpoint of thanking the, the <laughs> thanking your karma for presenting you with the opportunity to take these leaps, so that we're talking about um, you know these little keys. Well, a little key is to understand properly the lesson that you're given, whether or not you know it in the moment, it'll come back. And if, when you're 20-something, you don't see it. When you're 40-something, you begin to get a glimpse. When you're 60-something, oh my gosh, it makes all the sense in the world. You know, there's a couple of <clears throat> there's a couple of correlations that I have in my life that that help me to understand uh, the the pain of the track, so to speak. When I found the path of initiation and I found these teachings, and that was. My experience when I went through the military and my experience when I went through uh, joining a fraternity in college. I remember it was, all, it was all fun and games being courted to join the fraternity. But boy, once you joined and you were a plebe, it was all over but the shouting. And uh, so in a way, it kind of correlates. You know what I mean? Once you join the path and, and you, you prove in your heart that you really do want to take up this path, then the you know the masters and the and the members of the brotherhood will say, okay, well now that you're one of us, here are a few things that we need from you. Well, and we often on this program will remind everybody who's listening that this is a joyful path. That's that's the fact. Yeah, that's yeah. the fact. Yeah, and that it may seem that's what I was saying before about the perspective we have on an experience may seem at first painful, but perhaps it's joyful. Flip side, we just have to look at it a different way. So that the door, when it opens, opens on a glorious sunrise. Yeah, and you're going up a notch at a time. Yeah. You know, that's the joy of it. <clears throat> you remember the old saying, no pain, no gain? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's another pain. You know, many of us who you know, were very physically active in high school remember that, and it was true. You, the effort you put in is what you get out of it. Right. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So well, it's the same way with the spiritual path. Yeah. You remember those things more than anything that you had the greatest pain, you know, whether it was a personal transformation, a loss of some kind, you know, let's say you, you know, you were responsible for an event coordination and it didn't go well. And, oh, you know, and then there, yeah, people who have, and, you know, we have some friends who, this is what they do for major corporations is they run events, you know, for hundreds and hundreds of people. And, you know, it's, it's fun to listen to the, the early attempts, you know, to get it right and what they learn. And so taking advantage of these experiences that you have, <clears throat> especially I think when it comes to relationships is such a key. You've got to remember the things that didn't go well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also it's really important to ask for help. We're not alone. This is not a solo journey. It's one that we have the masters, we have the angels, we have God. And I remember a statement, I think, from Archangel Michael, which was, give me your fear and doubt and I'll give you my faith. You know, that's asking for help at the highest level. I'm, I remember hearing that Mark Prophet one time <laughs> looked at somebody and said, hey, you got God in you, yeah, boy. He said, what, first he said, what do you worry about, son? You got God in you. That was what he, that's what he said. <laughs> Don't you love it? You know, there's well, a, I amen. I can't remember where this key came from, and I wish I could, but it's very simple. Man can rise no higher than his consciousness or his awareness of God, his understanding of God. So, <clears throat> you know, the thing that you want to become, you have to magnetize to yourself. And that's a very, it's a very simple understanding, but it's true. You know, Jesus, Jesus taught this in his path. You know, there's, there's a simple saying that a friend of mine, I think he actually made this up. I don't know where this came from, but <clears throat> he was doing his research on world religions and, and, and spiritual, the spiritual path. And it, was, it boiled down to this. What you think, what you feel, what you place your attention upon is what you will magnetize to yourself. Yep. That's the key to your spiritual victory. <clears throat> so if your attention 
you know, is focused on the things of the world, that's what you're going to have in your in your life. If it's focused on spiritual things, on quality music, beautiful things, beautiful art, you know, it changes the it changes it actually changes the fabric of your consciousness well, when you get a chance to do that. As a man thinketh. As a man thinketh. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many shows have we done, Terry, yeah. where we've talked about being a co-creator with God? Yes. We okay. talk about the fact that when you say I am, you're saying God in me is. Mm-hmm. And the what animates you, every thought, word, deed, and motive is God's energy. This is what we are are constantly working with, dealing with, and if we misqualify it, we know what happens. We get negative karma. Right. You know, I want to make a point here too. This um, <clears throat> talking about these you know various sayings and keys, the ascended masters have left us millions of these keys. One of the reasons why we're even talking about it today from our perspective is that when you study the Ascended Masters, that's all you're given are one key after another. And the thing that's beautiful about their keys, they're practical. These are keys you can learn in a in overnight or maybe in, in, in an instant and apply. You know, it's a fascinating, Maury has a great teaching about that, Tom, <clears throat> about being practical. He says, your spirituality <laughs> is measured by your practicality. Practical people in leadership, people that are, that are in roles of leadership, whether they happen to be religious or political, the practical aspect of things. How do they get things done? How do they bring things together? You've seen the difference between people that can do that and people who can't do that. Oh, yeah. Right? It's very important. And what is one of the attributes the masters always say is their most prized? Isn't it dependability? Well, <laughs> yes, dependability is, is uh, the Maha Chohan talks about dependability as a way to re- receive the Holy Spirit. You know, we all ask that question, how do you get the Holy Spirit? Well, I think you have to prove to God whether you're dependable or not. In other words, how yeah. much can he trust you with his light? And, you know, we talk about grace. Grace, you know, grace is the presence of the Holy Spirit. People that have grace and have that, that wonderful quality have demonstrated a momentum of kindness, of compassion, of care, you know, we see this in many of the key religious leaders of the, you know that many people today can relate to. We know, for example, the life of Padre Pio and others. Mm-hmm. You know, they demonstrated this incredible compassion and this incredible, incredible, you know, regular momentum of service and prayer. Mother Teresa was another great mm-hmm. story to talk about. Right. You know, and and. Even when things seem to be in their darkest moments, you know, um, people that have this determination to always put God first in their life, they create this arc, and we talk about it as an arc of light, you know, from your heart to the heart of God. You build that arc. It can be like a little tiny thread of a spider, or it can be like a great cable that holds up a bridge. And so, what you give, how you give, all of these little things that you use to be able to create this arc and to create this bridge... You know, that's the key. Faith is another great aspect yeah. of that, too. You know, God gave us faith because we couldn't see him. <laughs> exactly. you know, we lost our vision. We couldn't see him. Yeah, so. that's right. You know, and, and Padre Pio, his, his famous, just short, short key, pray, hope, and don't worry. Yeah. And when you study the life of Padre Pio, for him to condense it down to that is just amazing. It is indeed. You know, as we're coming up on a break here, what I realize is this whole topic is like a buffet. Yeah. There's so much to enjoy here. And I want to say that to all of you listening, there are no accidents, which is one of our favorite aphorisms. You're not here by accident. You're here for a reason. And what we're talking about today is, again, you know, paying attention, being awake, looking at the opportunities we're given from whatever angle they come. You know, we, we don't want to prejudge any of them. 
the ascended masters happen to be pretty good at this, which is why we're talking about them specifically. But as you know, David said, and we've mentioned before, in our lives, the crazy quilt of our lives have led us on a zigzag path through all kinds of thickets. And as we've come through those successfully, in most cases, we've gained something of wisdom. And that's what these little kernels, these little keys really are, is a collection of our body of wisdom based on what we've learned as we've gone down the path with the help of the masters, the help of the angels, and um, anyway, our teachers, our parents, our grandparents, etc. So let's take a break. We come back, we've got a lot more to cover here. This We're just scratching the surface on little keys, open the biggest doors. Be with us in a few minutes. Thank you. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, warriors of light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And once again, we are back. I'm Tom, he's Terry, and that's David Dry over there. <laughs> and today we're talking about unlocking big doors with little tiny keys. And the keys in this case are little bits of wisdom, aphorisms, epigrams. Um, 
whatever you want to call them, you know, the ones that kind of get us through. And what we were talking about during the break was how oftentimes we're dealing with these things from a standpoint of enduring initiations, enduring trials. Mm-hmm. So let's kind of talk about that, you know, that the, one of the reasons why we try to remember these things is to help us get through the hard times. And when it's dark, you know, that's when you want to it's pull these darkest down. darkest before the dawn, you yeah. know, so we're approaching that dawn, we're not there yet, so what do we do? And one of the things I wanted to, to mention as I was looking for different uh, aphorisms, one was um, only love sees us through initiation. And that's from the wisdom of the mother. And the other one is joy is the motor of life. So if you can remember in those dark hours, those dark moments, the crises, the initiations, the trials, that joy is an opportunity that's just around the corner. Joy is an experience that's just the heartbeat away. You never know. So you want to endure. You want to make sure you get... You know, you just keep on keeping on. As you know, your, your little keys will make a big difference. But the other thing that, that just occurred to me, Tom, was that, you know, when we find ourselves in those deep, dark places, sometimes it's really good to go find people that need help. You know, go volunteer somewhere. Get yourself Get out outside yourself. of the, you know, of the of the uh, cloud that you find yourself <laughs> in. And, and, you know, try to bring some kind of compassion and mercy to, you know, other people who need help. And there's always something available in most communities, you know, whether it's serving at the food bank you know, volunteering somewhere, but getting to a place where you begin to learn how to do that for yourself. St. Germain, you know, who is one of the founders of the Summit Lighthouse, has a very simple key. It's called TRY, T-R-Y, which means Theos, T-R, rules you. Theos rules, rules you. So God in you is the motivator and the activator for you getting up and not allowing if you will, you know, the the uh, bird to lay the nest on your head. I mean, to, to build the nest on your head and then lay the egg, which has added insult to injury. But, you know, that's the key. And, and to know that when you find yourself in that way, in that place, you know, that's difficult and, and tough, you, there's a way out. There's a way out. And it's about your effort and your energy and your prayer and all those things that matter to get you moving. And there's the key. You know, we know this very well from our daily practice, that one of the ways we do this is through decrees, through these vocal dynamic prayers that most of you listening, of course, know about, but perhaps some of you don't. But it's a basic form of prayer that harnesses the power of certain energy levels, I mean, certain energy waves like the, the throat chakra, the heart chakra. And as we're talking about endurance and talking about applying these keys, one of the ways we apply them is by focusing on those issues, whether it's our own issue, if it's enlightened self-interest, or if it's on service, you know, to another or to others. So I really appreciate you bringing that point forward, David, because a lot of times we get outside of ourselves. We can make great progress on our own personal path by giving to others. Yeah, you'll find that that you're far better off than maybe the person you're trying to help or serve a meal to or something like that. Another one I just wrote down is light. There's light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) Talk about a key. Yeah. We're not talking about the tunnel at the end of life. We're talking about the tunnel you happen to be in at the time. I think that's important to remember. (laughs) The the tunnel of consciousness. (laughs) And it's not a train coming your way. Tell us us about when we were were off the air uh, about uh, learning to listen. You have a a personal story. Well, I think it's a a really important thing on the path. You know, listening is a quality of learning. And, you know, for most people, they, they... we don't really understand ourselves as well as we might think. And right. you can learn a tremendous amount just by listening. And there's a, a really wonderful story. Um, 
you know, I have this very, uh, you know, dear friend, she's an astrologer, she was having a conversation with another person, you know, one hour consultation, and this person uh, had been a long time client anyway, they were going on and on and on, so she said at the end of this time, I think I got about two minutes and maybe three minutes out of 60 (laughs) minutes, and I felt terrible, I felt like, how could I possibly charge this person, you know, for their time? And at the very end, this person said said to her, you know, that was the best consultation <laughs> I have ever had. Yeah. And the message, she, and she shared this with me too because, you know, she knows about the work that I do. She said, if you can just teach yourself to take an extra breath and listen, what that can do for you and how that can help you not only understand where somebody's at. Well, they, will, they will have keys. They will have maybe keys. Maybe for yeah. you. And right, and catch yourself you yeah. know, before you talk your way into a place you're not going to get out of, and we all can relate to that. I know. Very much relate to that. So, again, I'm going to go back to the, this point about how opportunity presents itself at every turn. And we have um, the masters, our sponsors, who have a vested interest in our, our success, our victory. And they're doing everything they can to get these ideas into our consciousness. So it's, again, a good thing to, you know, Listen more, David, as you said, and go into that quiet place where you can listen, where the chatter, you know, and we call this, I call this the the signal to noise ratio. We want that signal to be strong. We want the noise to be reduced to the minimum that it can be. But we typically live in a society and a culture where the noise level's pretty high. And so the signal has a hard time getting through. So one of the, the points I guess we'd want to make here is that one of the little keys to opening the big doors is to be quiet is to be still is to listen you know and we can say it any number of ways but the truth is that when you want the signal to be strong you've got to stop the chatter and wasn't somebody saying about that that we we make a lot of karma with our mouths make a lot of karma (laughs) with our mouths yeah much more than i think we realize you know there's a wonderful wonderful time of the day you know where people can actually have this 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 time with God, and that's before you go to bed. I mean, before you fall asleep, you know, when you've you've completed your day now and you're laying down and it's quiet, it's a great time for resolution. It's a great time to take a look at how the day went. It's a great time to evaluate how you think you did, and it's a great time for just quiet prayer. You know, asking God to help teach you and 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 help you understand. You know, where you can get better, where you can improve in your service, and so on, whatever that looks like. So that's for many people in the busy busy world that we live in today, that seems to become the one time, the one time of the day that they can really devote to that. And we talk so much about momentum, um, Tom and Terry, about momentum on the path. And I think once we get into these habits of doing this where we, on a daily basis, we block, even if it's just three minutes out, we block out some time where we know that's going to be our prayer, that's going to be our time, that's going to be our conversation, you know, before we do the great leap out front door, you know, to the the vast beyond. <laughs> or, you know, before we settle in, you know, to complete our day, there's a moment there where you, you invite God into your life that you ask Him to be a part of that, and you have your toolbox with you. So no matter what comes, no matter how difficult the challenges might be, whether it happens to be, you know, with another person or something with your job or whatever the case might be, you're armed and you're equipped and you're ready, and you have those those simple things that will keep you, Tied to your heart, keep you tied to the heart of God so you don't lose your mooring. Well, you know, and, and that's yes. a point you know, we should make again, too, as we're talking about that little trail of breadcrumbs. These are the things that we can tell ourselves to remember so that when in time of need, they will be there for us. We won't be looking with that blank stare like a deer in the headlights, but, oh, there's, okay, now I remember, you know, 
you take that breath, you, you listen for a moment, but then you, you act on something that you already know is a tried and true lesson on the spiritual path. Um, changing the subject a little bit, but actually something, David, you said back um, maybe segment two about faith. And why God gave us faith, because we, we can't see him. And I know we talked about Archangel Michael saying, I'll give you my faith. This is belief in something unseen. But Ramakrishna had a really wonderful quote. He said, he who has faith has everything. And he who lacks faith lacks everything. It is faith in the name of the Lord that works wonders. Faith in life and doubt is death. Faith is life and doubt is death. And, doubt is death. and I just, you know... One of the ways in which these little keys can be really useful to us is to strengthen our faith, to add our, to our belief, to, to add to the momentum, as you mentioned a moment ago, David, that that's what this is all meant to do, is to kind of keep us on track, keep our eyes on the prize, so that when it comes time for our victory, we will have gotten up one more time than we fell down. As we recall from St. Germain, too, he said, how many, he passed two million tests. It's also not how many times you fall down, it's how many times you get up. That's right. Yeah. So I think the point here is that we have many, many opportunities to learn and to grow. And these are simply aids. These are little things that we can utilize as tools in our toolbox that are practical, that give us the impetus to move forward and to keep moving, to keep that momentum going and not stop, not create any kind of spiritual inertia, but to keep rolling on. To, as a master say, to keep on. Keeping Keeping on. on. That's right. And these are momentums, and we have to develop these momentums. Exactly. If you you have a momentum of smoking... You, it's hard to break. But if you once you break it, then you begin. Then you have a momentum of not smoking. You see. Yeah, I know. One friend of mine said, "You know how I, how I quit was I dipped them in gasoline." <laughs> oh my! <laughs> you light one of those not, up, and you're 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 done. Your habit's oh over. But it's part it, of the Open Door Radio Show. We're not <laughs> recommending anybody do this yeah, type of a thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's all momentum, isn't it? Really? It's all momentum. Totally. Yeah. yeah, totally. It really is. It really is. You know, I have a chance to travel around the world and spend time with people of different faiths, and and I'm always fascinated by their momentum and what they've what they've latched on. We had a, a lovely visitor. He was a, a Buddhist monk, you know, yesterday here at, at headquarters, and he's part of the uh, monastery in southern India that has 4,500 members of men and women that mm-hmm. are part of this and oh, large wow. monastery, and they have different different schools here in the United States, different uh, monasteries. We met him for the first time yesterday, and it was just profound. He, he, he spoke enough English that we could mm-hmm. really hear, you know, the sweetness of his soul, and he, he did a couple of ohms and, and low low sounding tones for Tom and oh. yeah very I mean he was amazing he, he was an octave below that <laughs> but the the point I'm making is that that he also is someone who had has built this momentum has these little keys knows the things mm-hmm. that give him that gives him the courage and the strength you know the wisdom and the love to you know share this passion with you know others that he you know he touches right amazing experience it is amazing he was well, a very sweet soul. He was. Yeah. Well, on that note, let's go take another break now. We've got one more segment yet to come, talking about those little keys that open big doors, and we're having a great deal of fun doing it. So please come back in a couple of minutes. We'll be here. Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. 
They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thank you, everyone, for staying with us. You're listening to The Open Door, and today we're talking about those little treasures, those little pearls, those little keys that open the big doors. And we're um, being helped on our path today by our spiritual director, Reverend David Dry. Again, David, thank you. And I want to read this one from the Ascended Master Serapis Bay. He said, So simple and childlike are the attributes of the kingdom that men overlook them and thus they pass them by. The reason I bring that up is that a lot of times we think something is beneath our attention. We might look at a simple saying, a little aphorism, a commandment, um, one of the 12 steps, you know, in the AA program, something that seems almost inconsequential, maybe doesn't rise to the level of meaning in our, our lives. The point here is to pay attention to look deeper, to be willing to look deeper, that something might not present itself necessarily on the surface, but if you if you go after it, you'll find something in it that's of very practical value. I think one of the things that was was very interesting, Tom, in preparing for the show is, is where all of these various different quotes came from. Yeah. Because, you know, there are many people that may not necessarily be so open to a metaphysical, mystical type of path, but there are great writers and great historians and great people of history that have talked about very important things that made a difference and, and their life and their example by using that one key yeah. change the world, just change the world yeah, yeah well, you know, uh, what was the one that you were <clears throat> writing down here uh, during this last break, <clears throat> joy is the motor of life which Tom had already referenced we can but, always say it again, but we can always say it again yeah, well the, some of the things that I really love, you know, it, ultimately and as we walk the spiritual path you know, we're the, the alchemist in the lab. We're the one that really has to do the effort and make the effort to, to get where we need to go. No one's going to do it for you. And in the end, it's just going to be you and God. It's not going to be, you know, <laughs> thank you, Tom and Terry, for holding my hand all the way back to heaven. It's what it's the effort that you put in. And, and uh, there's a, just a lovely, um, you know, Moria says, if you look in the mirror and you don't like you can what you see, you can change it. And then Zarapa says, the future is what you make it, even as the past is what you made it. Right. So oh, yeah. the key here is pay attention to what's happened to you in the past, where it didn't go so well. You know, work on that. See where you can do to improve. Put yourself in a place where you can serve other people. You know, to get outside of yourself, learn about the world, learn about the, you know, the pain and suffering that's there. You know, um, find out where you're weakest at. You know, what you where you need to improve. And link yourself in that way. You know, and we're right on the threshold now of a topic that is very key to a lot of the spiritual growth that we hope to attain. And that is the difference between being a victim and being a victor. 
when you are, are you allow yourself to be subject to the winds and the and the, the slings and arrows of a, a fortune, you're out of control. So that if you look at this, and I remember this was one of the say the uh, little sayings that I I think I mentioned at the very outset of the show today, was if you don't like what's going on, change your mind. You're in control of your attitude. You're in control of how you perceive something. You don't have to be the victim of it. You can become the victor by knowing you have the right to choose and taking those opportunities in an appropriate manner. So I just wanted to say that because I think one of the things that is very key to the spiritual path is that accountability, is understanding that we do have a 24-7 obligation to wield the power that we've been given by God, using his energy to create, and doing it appropriately. And, and you know... Uh by listening, by by stopping the noise, so to speak, mm-hmm. what you're really doing is you're you're able to more hear your Holy Christ self speak to you, that still small voice within, mm-hmm. which is the Holy Christ self, and and it can, it can go well. Thanks for turning the radio off, Terry. I had a couple of things I wanted to mention, and so once you get it down to a level where you can really hear, you're going to hear it. Uh, not only from your own Holy Christ self, but you're going to hear it from the people like you, David, were saying you're sitting next to on an airplane. You might be able to give them some keys. They might be able to give you some keys. One of the questions I'd love to ask people is tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, as I travel, I find myself sitting next to people of anywhere from two hours to eight hours, depending on how long the flight is. <laughs> and I love just striking up a conversation. And I actually have a number of Facebook friends now from these these trips that I've taken because I come to find out by just listening to them you know, they have so many things in common and just, you know, in terms of a spiritual nature. You know, it's interesting, you were talking about the headset. You know, I, when, it, when you travel through an airport, you see that almost everybody's got an earplug in or a headset or, you know, and I was looking for conversations taking place and there were none. Yeah. You know, everybody was linked into their personal device and yeah. so on. And you know, you'll be at a restaurant and you'll see these. You know, you see all the kids texting back and forth to each other. No one's actually talking to each other. So, so you know, in the, to be successful in a spiritual path, you really have to learn the art of conversation and really how to how to relate to somebody without, you know, all of the devices and the headsets and so forth. And it's true. That's where you go to this quiet place yeah. and you learn how to really interact. And this is the key. And hopefully we won't lose this in our society based on all this technology. Yeah. You know, Terry, I don't know if you remember this. Um, we were talking with a guest a couple of years ago and the point came up. That when you when you bear the light, when you carry the light with you, when you when you become um, you become one with the teachings, basically, there are people who you'll never know who will look over there and say, you know, I want some of what she has. Mm-hmm. There's something there's something there that that's deeper than what I'm normally accustomed to. And you're right, David, that every opportunity we have to experience another person's consciousness gives us an opportunity and an open door. Forgive the pun, to share what we know, and not in a way that's preachy, not in a way that is overbearing. It's simply a matter of joining them in a conversation that goes someplace meaningful and important. And one of the things I think that we get to when we're talking about these keys that open little doors is that every one of these statements, every one of these sayings has that capacity to carry within it the germ of a conversation that could lead to ascension. It's really too, Tom. <laughs> it's actually it's actually a fantastic way to start a simple conversation, you know, to give somebody a simple key like that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I used to ask people, like I, like I had mentioned earlier in the nightclub on my breaks, 
So tell me what you do. Uh, what do you do? You work for a company. You know what do you do for a living? And I would find out the most amazing things. The following day, I'd go uh, visit them at their place of work, and I, I'd I'd be learning, learning, learning all the time. You know, and it was a great a great way to open. It is open some doors. I remember too. Just a quick story. I was on an airplane, and it wasn't a long flight, but I was sitting next to a guy who uh, looked very deep in thought. He was he was. I don't know what he was doing. He looked like he was worrying a lot. I said, are you okay? He said, oh, no, I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> I said, because it seems like you're really deep in thought. He said, well, no, I just, I'm leaving my family. I'm leaving my job. I'm going to become a priest. Oh, my God. And, he, I mean, he was, he was leaving his entire life yeah. behind. He was about 50 years old. He was wow. well on in age. I said, no, well, no wonder. You've got a lot to think about there. I said, yeah, this has been a lifelong dream of mine. I put it off long enough. I got to do it. I just have to do it. But he was just fine. <laughs> well, he was just fine. Yeah. You know? But then we started to talk about the spiritual path, and right. the choices that we make, and how sometimes it takes that level of sacrifice and surrender to really, really do it. So, but what if you hadn't said, "Are you okay?" Well, I wouldn't have known it. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't have he, gone never, into this whole conversation. Would have never happened. Yeah, yeah, would never, never happen. happen. One of the things that, that it was startling. One of the yeah. things that, that to me is is one of the key things is. Always look to those who have been on the path longer than you and study from your elders. And I did that when I was a young man. Mm-hmm. I always appreciated, you know, my mentors and so forth that were 30, 40 years older than me. And now today, you know, when I travel, many people are asking, you know, since I've been doing this path now for 38 years, you know, tell me how it works. Mm-hmm. Tell me what changed you. You know, how do I get to do the same thing? What do I get to do? And, and what are some of the keys for me, you know, to be able to succeed? There's an amazing story. You're probably familiar with it from Mark Twain. He talks about when he was 17, he just got so disgusted with his parents' ignorance. They just didn't know a darn thing. And he said, I had to get away from there. So he did. And he went away. He came back four years later and he said, God, I couldn't believe how much they'd learned. <laughs> you know, his <laughs> life experience. All, all new appreciation for his parents, didn't yeah. he? Well, because he had life experience. He had gained it on the road or wherever he happened to go. But, I mean, the point was that we don't always know what our elders know, but they're willing to share. And they know because they've been down that path longer than we have. Good to, you know, as you said earlier, the admonition is to listen, open your heart, let it in, find out what they know. You never know who God is going to bring to you to teach you the very next thing you need for your path. That's right. The very next thing. thing. You never know. Be prepared. You know, Tom, we're we're coming up on a close here, and I just want to mention, if anybody out there, our listeners, have any beautiful little keys that they want to send our way. Oh, send them. Yeah, we always like to hear from you. Webradio at tsl.org. Webradio at tsl.org. That's how you can kind of stay in touch with us. Yeah, I think, you know, before we go, and I want to say thank you very much, David, for being with us again today. What are some of the books that people might enjoy reading that would give them some of the keys? And I'm thinking like Keys of the Kingdom. I love The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis. You know, it's yeah. a very, very simple, very simple collection of sayings. And Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Climb the Highest Mountain. There's a whole Climb the Highest Mountain series now, nine, nine which volumes. our beloved uh, Anise Booth uh, has has helped put together in the in the final years of her life. So there's, you know, you can just go to our bookstore and uh, and yeah. search through. Well, I would say, again, if you go to TSL.org, look at the bookstore, there's Gardens of the Heart, whole series of great, great quotes, Very beautiful good. you know, thoughts and sentiments. All the pocket guides, access the power of your higher self. Yeah. The Violet Flame to Heal Body, Mind, and Soul. You can't go wrong with any of them, frankly. But look at some of those and you'll find one that you're guided to. 
And they're also broken down into small bits where you can put together those Di- simple keys. Digestible simple bits. Keys. Yeah. yeah, keep a highlighter in your pocket. I've Indeed. got one in mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, and again, to all of you listening out there today, as we say so many times, you know, there are no accidents. You're here for a reason. And thank you for being part of this mandala that we are sharing here on The Open Door. And again, today, we're talking about those little keys that open the biggest doors, that unlock them. That's what we do every week. So please join us again. We'd love to have you back. And in the meantime... You like to say, though the upward path may sometimes be difficult, <laughs> the rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.